and welcome to the Maximum Effort Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. And today, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is Reddit. Because <laughs> I hear people, hear people, I see people talk about it all the time. And I have no idea what it is. I've had it on my phone, and I still don't fully understand it, if I'm going to be honest. I mean, yeah, honestly, I don't understand Discord either. And I'm assuming it's somewhat like... It 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 looks just like a message board to me. Yeah. The only thing I follow on Reddit are like PewDiePie, uh, Markiplier, and Jacksepticeye. And then I just don't understand anything else. <laughs> but you can post and ask questions on just about anything. And this, this ages me a lot. But do you remember when like that Yahoo asks used to be a thing? Where you could ask a question on Yahoo and people could answer you. Mm-hmm. I think that still exists. Because hmm. I, I see on uh, TikTok all the time, there are those people that have a podcast that will answer the Am I the Asshole mm-hmm. Reddit. And I'm always like, what? Where is that? How do I get it? And then the, there's apparently like a, a creepy side of Reddit that I also don't understand. You can get some, mm. like, scary stories and whatnot, but uh, I've also had multiple margaritas tonight, so I've kind of overdone it. Things dark. I can't even speak right. Things aren't as stable as they should be. I, I went, we went to a Mexican restaurant tonight, and it was like, yes, give me a margarita on the rocks. <laughs> and then that arrived, and they still didn't take our order for, like, another 10, 15 minutes. So by oh, the wow. time... We placed the order, appetizer got there, I finished the the massive margarita that was like half the size of my head, so I ordered another. So, I've had a lot of margarita. <laughs> I, re- I regretted ordering the second one, but at the same time I was like, this is $7. I have to. Right. I have to drink this. I can't take this home like I can my burrito, so I only ate half of my burrito. <laughs> and then I re- and I just drank the margarita instead. <laughs> I mean, you, you saw that picture I sent you of me and the margarita. Yeah. The the margarita that is like as big as the second half of my face. Yeah. It's like, so I, I, I had two of those and they're big. They're big. So. Yeah. I, I, com- <laughs> I committed to the margarita and I had to drink it then. <laughs> When you make a commitment to a margarita, you keep that commitment. It's true. It's like a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't cheat on the margarita with my burrito. I had to... You had to see it through, my boy. I had to be (laughs) persistent. (laughs) I had to just gather up all my lady courage and just forge on (laughs) and complete the margarita that was in front of me. It was my mission, and I chose to accept it, and I paid $7 each to accept that mission, so. I'm honestly trying to find these questions for Reddit. Really have no idea. I had to, like, go to the search bar, and it's r slash am I the asshole, but all one word. I was, like, spacing it out, and I'm like, why can't I find it? There are no spaces on Reddit for their, I think Mm. it's called subreddit. When you get, like, the r slash whatever 
from what I've been able to find out. That's called a subreddit. I don't know if that's correct, though, because like I said, I don't ever go on here. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the process. But I found a question that we can answer. <laughs> I feel like this Am I the Asshole is like an advice column where, frankly, any asshole on the internet can answer that. So I don't think yeah. it's, I don't know if you're getting the best advice, honestly, if you go on Reddit. So I, 23 female, am, oh, should I, should I give the title first? <laughs> am I the asshole for not supporting my husband at a funeral? And I feel like the way they word that question leads you to be like, yes, until you read the, the, the whole thing. And then that can oh, wow. change your answer to yes, you're an asshole and no, you're not. So I, 23 female, am 38 weeks pregnant and can basically pop at any time. Unfortunately, my husband's. 28 male, grandmother passed away, and the funeral is next week. I don't know why the age is relevant in these. Like, they specify, like, (laughs) I'm a 23-year-old female. Like, who cares? There's no relevance to the question. Um, (laughs) Anyway, that's the tequila talking. Ignore me. Uh, Husband's grandmother passed away, and the funeral is next week, one week from my due date. The funeral is going to be three hours away. I told my husband I don't want to go because I don't want to be that far from the hospital I'll be giving birth at. My husband was extremely angry and said I was a selfish asshole for not supporting him and that I could give birth at any hospital. No, you can't. I said I'd be more comfortable at our hometown hospital and I don't want to risk going into labor at the funeral. He keeps saying I'm being selfish and not supporting him or his family. His mother also thinks I'm wrong. Am I the asshole here? No. No. <laughs> not he's an asshole for not understanding. Yeah. When you're that far along, like you want the doctor you've been seeing. You want the hospital that you've toured, most likely, and know and the processes. He, right. And what how is he gonna feel if they're literally in the middle of the funeral and she water breaks goes into full labor in the middle of a freaking funeral yeah i'd be like go without me i'm sorry i'm not gonna go three hours away from the hospital right when i'm a week away or her ob yeah her ob is no 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 because when i was a week out i gave birth <laughs> to my first kid so yeah yeah like yeah but by that time you've toured the hospital if you've got all your ducks in a row, you've pre-registered, which you can do when you're going to give birth. And you know which hospital, you can pre-register with them. So they have all your info. They know who your doctor is. You're all good to go. If I was away from home a week before my due date, I would have given birth somewhere else other than the hospital I was pre-registered at. <laughs> and that's so traumatic for a woman going into labor. Right? My God. And... With her OBGYN, who's been with her this entire pregnancy, being three hours away. Like, they can't just stop and drop and drive three hours to be at any hospital that she's at. So she's with an OB that she has no idea. She hasn't been able to look into. No. No. No, 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 no. That's not. Nope. And can you imagine being in the car for three hours one way at 39 weeks pregnant? (laughs) No. Hell no. No. <laughs> nope. You're miserable at that point. 
Yeah, no. <laughs> so I, I came across one. It says, am I the asshole for not telling my older sister-in-law my son's name before he's born? It says, my husband has two sisters. Jane is older and Emma is younger. He and I are expe expecting our second baby and we already have his name decided. Jane's, Jane knows this because she saw my husband pick up the custom name sticker we got for the nursery. Jane is dying to know the name. She asked my husband and he told her we'd reveal all when the baby is here. She came to me then and asked me and I said no to giving her the name. The reason? When Emma had her son, she used the name Emma had mentioned when she was six months pregnant. Jane was also pregnant, a couple months ahead of Emma. And when Jane's son was born, she used the name Emma had chosen. Oh, dick. Same first and middle name and also last. Wow. Emma ended up changing her son's name and it really upset her. When my husband and I had our daughter, Jane went nuts over her name. She told us we had amazing taste and joked that she wished she had a girl to use it on. My husband told her that wouldn't work anymore since we already had a child with the name. She rolled her eyes at his response. Jane's due any day now with another baby. And I suspect she would use our son's name if we told her now. She thinks I'm being too uptight and should share the name since it's not a big deal and can give her the chance to get something extra special for our son. I told her she doesn't need to get him anything, but anything she does want to buy can be purchased when he's here. She is really mad. Am I the asshole? I wouldn't tell her the name. No way. Hell no. Hell no. She's the asshole. Like, yeah. The, the OP of this is not the asshole. No, that other Jane, was it Jane has stolen a name before? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. Jane is the one that stole, yeah, Emma's, and now that she's pregnant again, ahead of this OP, she wants to know the na baby's name, like, immediately. No. Nah, fam. No. <laughs> nah. Nope. I'd tell her. getting that chance again, ho. I would tell her a name that you're not going to pick and be like, that's the baby's name. And then when she picks it, you can go. And something really hideous. Yeah. Like, sorry to anybody named Albert, but I'm like, we're naming him Albert. And then she'll choose Albert. Just just to be a dick. Like, yeah. we're, we're naming our child uh, Apple. Sorry, Apple's out there. His name is Sherman. <laughs> oh, jeez. <sighs> My goodness. Like, no, that's just crazy to me. Like. Yeah, that's what somebody else said in the comments. They said, not the asshole. Also troll her and tell her a, a false name. Okay, okay, but keep it a secret. Aloysius Bertrand Smith. <laughs> Aloysius, or Aloysius Bertrand Smith. Like, this is something really terrible. Yes, do that. And, and everybody else is going, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> It's a good Mandalorian reference. It's just, there's so many people saying the kid needs to be named either Grogu or Mondo at this point. <laughs> and someone said, name the child, the child. I said, yeah. this, this is the way. <laughs> just say, we're naming it's... him Mando Calrissian and then whatever your last name is. And then just see if she steals either of those. And this is what's so funny is someone had commented, imagine sister-in-law's kid. Ending up with a super weird name 
because the sister-in-law stole the fake baby name. Poor kid has to go through a life with a name like Giuseppe Agamemnon <laughs> Smith because his mom couldn't come up with a name herself. <laughs> then she said, they said, wow, edit, wow, thanks for the award. I can't believe it's over Giuseppe Agamemnon. <laughs> Giuseppe Agamemnon. <laughs> yes, I upload that. That would be great. And then somebody literally created an account called Giuseppe Agamemnon to say, what's wrong with the name? <laughs> Reddit. Apparently, this is Reddit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, I think it's just crazy that, like, anybody can ask a question that anyone can answer. It just sounds... Uh, okay. Well, this one could be an interesting one. It's kind of longer. Um, am I the asshole for urging my brother to get a paternity test and causing, in quotes, a breakup? What? They worded this weird, like right off the bat, the first sentence. Because uh, it's got the person's age and gender and then their brother and then their girlfriend. So it reads really weird. So I'm just going to skip mm -hmm. the age and gender altogether. So my, my brother's and girlfriend... That's incorrect. Got back together after four months of being broken up. He called me all excited to announce the pregnancy after their first ultrasound. I was apprehensive because they did not have a long break. They've tried for a kid before, but they broke up bef uh, before they broke up, but she never got pregnant. And I thought she got pregnant quickly. I asked if she'd been with anyone else or if she would run back to him to father another person's child. He didn't think so but was admittedly confused about how she was 13 weeks long when they got back together 13 weeks prior. Oh. <laughs> I figured it was the first day of her last period, but I kept that to myself because I wanted him to get a paternity test. He brought his concerns up to her, and she said that the first day of her last period was a week before they got back together, and they based the due date on that, which I corroborate. She also said if she wants a paternity if he wants a paternity test, it's fine, but it would result in them breaking up due to lack of trust. Mm. He didn't want to get one after their talk, obviously. But I told him she's using a manipulation tactic. She's bluffing and she's probably hiding something. He ended up getting a paternity test done and found out he's the father to their child. He was crying when he found out because she had broken up with him before getting the test and he was regretting getting it done. I texted her, trying to plead with her about why the test was necessary to get, and she shouldn't hold it against him. That even I gave one to my daughter's father, because it's hard for men to not have definite proof. I also tried to tell her how hard it was for me to be a single mother, and asked her if she was sure she was willing to go through that and put her child through that. She told me to F off, that I never should have... Um, yeah, this is weird, weird. That I never should have never gotten involved. And to save the manipulation for my brother and anyone else stupid enough to listen to me. I didn't respond because I thought that was really rude and brought it up to my sisters later that day. My sister said she's an a-hole for not heeding her warning because we all know they broke up due to trust issues. But I'm the bigger a-hole for pushing the idea onto him because he wouldn't have gotten one if it weren't for me. All of them agreed. 
they would have left their SOs if they were in her shoes. I think I pushed the idea because I'm malicious and don't like her. But I was just trying to look out for my brother and starting to wonder if I'm TA for not, I don't know what that means, TA? The asshole. Oh, see, I don't understand in her language. (laughs) I'm starting to wonder if I'm the asshole for not trusting his girlfriend because others have chimed in saying I am while some defend my actions. I really don't think I was because they had been broken up for a while and I don't think giving into paternity tests is a big deal. No, I don't think they're the asshole, really. I mean, I mean, if uh, that's a difficult one, because I mean, I get it, but I also get the girlfriend side. Yeah. Where she's like, the fuck? But I don't know. She was being sus. Like, yeah. I mean, she was being a bit soft, so being like, oh, no, I'll give you the paternity test, but we're going to break up because you don't trust me. So if you want to keep our relationship, you're not going to get a paternity test. That's kind of like, well, now I want to get the paternity test because what the fuck are you hiding? Why are you acting like that? Exactly. That's what did it. If she didn't act like that, if she would have been like, I mean, yeah, I'll give you the paternity test. Yeah. And then been like, give him the paternity test, but now I'm going to break up with you because, I mean, you didn't trust me. I told you. This is the way it is. You insisted on this. I'm breaking up with you. That's fine. But I'm going to give you the paternity test just to, you know. She could have been like, you asked this and this is insulting. You know, we're broken up. You can have your damn paternity test and fuck you and the horse you came in on. That would have been fine too. But just the way she, it was manipulative. It was, yeah. So the sister, like, the the sister being suspect on it all. Like, I would have felt the same way. Like, I'd been like, but why? Why are you acting that glad? Yeah. Like, why are you saying you'll do it, but then you're going to break up with me? That just, like, that's... It sounds a, like total manipulation. Yeah. It's a bit of a red flag to be like, okay, you say you'll do it, but at the time you're, you're basically saying that you won't do it without causing this breakup. Right. Uh, it's suspicious. And, like, and the timing is suspicious. So, I I mean. You can understand why the guy would be like, hey, can we just double check? Yeah. Like, if she was like, look, I haven't been with anybody. And any, if he was still like, oh, well, you know, I just don't really. Then I would be like, you obviously don't trust me. And I can't be with someone where there's no trust. Just being like. Oh, if you're still going to go through with it, then that means you don't trust me. He doesn't trust you if he asked you about it, lady. Yeah. There's no trust in the relationship to begin with. Don't be fucking, I don't know. And there's this one commenter that's like, it was none of your business. You're the asshole because you shouldn't have gotten involved. It was his choice still. He didn't yeah. have to do it. He could have listened and then said yes or no. Like, we're we're all still responsible for individual choices. So it doesn't make her the asshole for suggesting because of the shady circumstances. <laughs> right. This one says, am I the asshole for agreeing with my brother's ex-girlfriend? I, 34 female, have a younger brother. And they put names in quotes, so that tells me they're fake. Yeah. Have a young brother, Tom, 30 male, who is co-parenting my four-year-old nephew, quote-unquote TJ, with his ex, quote-unquote Amanda. 30 female. She and my brother had known each other since middle school and dated off and on in high school. It wasn't until after college that they decided to get serious and moved in together. They were engaged and wouldn't have got 
and would have gotten married if Amanda hadn't found out she was pregnant. The dream dress that she had wanted to wear was not made for a pregnant woman's body and opted to wait until after their son was born for the actual wedding. Everything seemed to be going great until Tom decided to toss a grenade into the relationship by asking for a paternity test before signing the birth certificate. He admitted that he had no proof, nor did he expect or suspect Amanda of cheating and believed that their son was his, but wanted to be a hundred. <clears throat> okay. Obviously, Amanda didn't take too kindly to what was being implied and moved out while Tom was away at work. A few days later, he got the ring back through the mail, along with a court summons for child support, which included the DNA he initially wanted. Tom was the father, and while there were people on both sides trying to push for reconciliation, Amanda wasn't interested. She was mostly civil about everything, but refused to engage with Tom about anything that didn't directly involve their son. To me, she didn't seem angry, just cold. Like she could put on this convincing mask of warmth and joy with Tom whenever TJ was around. But the second he wasn't, she would go, please don't touch me. Understandable. Mm -hmm. Tom has always been hurt over how Amanda responded to his request and feels that she failed TJ by walking away instead of just staying in the relationship. I mostly just bit my tongue, but now that Amanda has started dating again, Tom has gotten worse. One day he was ranting about how it was too soon for Amanda to be dating. I responded by bringing up how Tom has had at least two girlfriends since his relationship with Amanda ended. Tom defended himself, saying that what he did was different, as he was just dating to have fun and scratch an itch while Amanda was looking to marry. Eventually I got fed up with his attitude and told him that the only reason he's in this situation is because of this, his choice to question paternity. Tom said that as a man, he had every right to know if TJ was his, and I countered with Amanda having every right to leave him over it. And no honest woman should have to be treated as if they've done something wrong and that I would have done the exact same thing as her if a man had ever dared to try something like that with me. Since then, my parents and a few of Tom's friends have said that I was in the wrong as my brother was looking for a sympathetic ear rather than being kicked while he was down. Am I the asshole? No. Mm. She's not at all. He's being a dick. He's literally being a man whore, dating multiple people to quote unquote scratch an itch. But she starts dating and she's this and that and should be waiting to date. Yeah, why should she wait and he doesn't have to? Because you're kicked while you're down? Fuck off. Yeah. Nah. He's being a bratty quote unquote man. And the parents are just fucking... Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. With the other one, I could see where you just want to be sure because of the timing. This one, he even said he had no reason to suspect. In that case, maybe, like, do it in secret. (laughs) Don't, Don't say you want a paternity test before you'll sign the birth certificate. I mean, if even him saying he has no reason to suspect she did anything. And the OP has offered the following explanation for why they think they uh, they think they might be the asshole, which is I think I might be the asshole because even though it's how I truly feel, I could have just lied or not say anything at all to spare my brother's feelings. Fuck his feelings. <laughs> yeah, I'm that person. Fuck your feelings. Yeah, and you know, like comments are like not the asshole. Amanda do- Amanda dodged the bullet, and I hope that she finds happiness. 
And someone else said, absolutely. And it seems to me Tom needs a reality check. OP, tell him how it is. He ruined his own relationship and future with Amanda and their child. There's only one to blame. And somebody else said, guarantee he knows that and is just venting. Still, OP doesn't need to indulge him by joining in with this wholly unjustified bitch fest. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Like. I mean, you know, my. <laughs> I don't know if I told you right after my son was born. That he was born with red hair. Neither of us have red hair. So everyone was making jokes about how I slept with someone else. And I was like, that's not a funny joke. No. (laughs) That didn't happen. And for you to even joke about, that ticked me off. So It's insulting. Yeah. It was insulting. It was like, yes, I understand his hair color doesn't match ours. But that's not necessarily how genetics works. So, to make a joke about me having an affair with a red-headed dude after I've just given birth to a child, I was not happy with that one. Yeah. Here's one that I think would be good for us as parents and as daughters. This makes me mad just reading the headline. Oh, no. Am I the asshole for calling my daughter fat? Yes. <laughs> no matter the circumstance. Yeah. Right. If you use that exact language. <laughs> The past two years, I've, 57 male, noticed a number of worrying changes with my daughter, 23 female. She has gained about 150 pounds and has completely changed as a person. I've tried to phrase things as, is everything okay? You don't seem to be like yourself. If you need help with something, I will do my best. Maybe we can speak to a therapist and get an appointment for you. She will become hostile and accuse me of not caring about her at all and criticizing her when I'm not. I've always told her that she can tell me anything because I'll always love her. I've tried to cook her healthy meals and give them to her at her apartment, but she rejected and threw all the food on the floor. It really hurt my feelings, but I didn't say anything. I just had to step out into the hall and cry. Two days ago, I brought up her weight gain. I said, I'm really worried about you. You've changed completely as a person, and I really want to help. Maybe we can go to a therapist and dietitian. You've gained so much weight. I'm really concerned for your health. I know something is wrong. I can tell you're struggling with something. I love you and I think we need to deal with this. She started screaming at me and then stormed off. After she started sending me all these blog posts and articles about being fat doesn't mean you're unhealthy. I told her that any bodily extreme is unhealthy. Someone who is emaciated is unhealthy. Someone who takes steroids to have a massive number of muscles is unhealthy. I sent her a few actual medical studies that showed this and said, it isn't just the weight I'm concerned about. I know something is wrong. Please just let me help. She posted something about our conversation online along with my phone number. I kept getting calls and texts calling me abusive from people I don't even know. I called her and that's when she told me about the post and said, I'm done with the gaslighting and you telling me I need to speak to a therapist and that I'm not healthy. You're a terrible father. I hate you. I hate everything about you. You are a failure as a man and as a dad. She went on for a long time with things like that. I just kind of sat through her yelling at me. I was so hurt. I didn't even know what to say. I said, I love you. I know I'll always love you. And she told me that she never loved me and that she doesn't want to speak to me again. This is when I lost my cool a bit. I should have only showed compassion and understanding because I know this has something to do with mental illness. I said, I'm sorry, I'm doing my best. You don't need me to hurtful. You don't need to act like a fat jerk. You can't say you're fine when you have a hard time even walking. She hung up on me, and I keep getting all these calls and texts from strangers telling me I'm terrible. 
I'm just very upset. I don't know what to do or how to help. I feel like I failed as a father because my daughter now openly hates me. I mean, yeah, he should have never brought up her weight. And if, I mean, they're both assholes in this situation. In this in situation, opinion. yeah, they're both assholes. In this yeah. <laughs> like, he tried, but then again, we don't know her childhood story either. Yeah. So we don't know why she wouldn't go to him when she's depressed. We don't know why she wouldn't speak to him. Why she was getting defensive when he was saying to go to a therapist. We don't know their story as a father and daughter. Yeah, we gotta take his side with a grain of salt. Because you don't really know her side of it either. Right. But, the, I mean, the throwing the food on the floor, the posting the phone number. The posting of the phone number is way out of control and way out of line. Yeah, that's like, way out of line. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, way, way out of line. Him calling her fat jerk is disgusting. He should have never brought up her weight to begin with. Um, when he first brought up the therapist and she acted the way she did, he should have left it at that. She doesn't yeah. want help. I know you I know you worry about your child. But if she's not going to come to you, if she's not going to accept it, look into yourself and find out why. Yeah. I and can leave her be. Yeah, I can see being concerned about a sudden fluctuation. Because that could mean something else. Going straight to a therapist might be a, a jump. She could also be pregnant. Well, it could be a hormone be trying issue. to hide it. Or a hormone issue. Yeah, like, my thyroid went wacky. And then with all that stuff, I gained a bunch of weight. So it could be a health issue. I could see being concerned there. And just, you know, I could see as a parent wanting to make sure nothing else is wrong but you can only push something with another person so much before they get mad about it <laughs> right and him straight out saying that she gained 150 pounds i feel like that's an exaggeration probably probably because if she's not going to him with anything why would she tell him how much weight she's gained yeah she could have gained 20 pounds and he'd be like you're gaining so much weight because dudes are dudes in the end <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i don't know I think both are assholes and yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, here's this one. This should be interesting. I haven't read any of it yet. Am I the asshole for making a scene of my adult son and sticking my nose in his marriage? This will be. <laughs> it's the mother-in-law issue. Um, I am 60 and bad with the whole text thing on mobile. So I'm hoping I won't be judged on my grammar. Here's the important background. My daughter-in-law, 32, and son, 33, have three children aged three years, two years, and four months. He's convinced her to be a stay-at-home mom and sell her business by telling her how good of a childhood he had and how happy my marriage was without telling her, which I found, which I today found out, that our arrangement was everything before 9 a.m. and after 5 p.m. was split 50-50. Sunday was my day off, and I was brought out twice a week. On to the story. On my last visit, I noticed my daughter-in-law struggling mentally, so I, my sister, 55, and her girlfriend, 53, pulled our money together and paid for a spa weekend for them while we'd babysat the kids for her birthday last weekend. Us preparing on Thursday evening for the kids to arrive... When my daughter-in-law rang me, holding back tears, saying they 
won't be going because my son's friend came to town and said he wanted to spend the weekend with his friends catching up. I pressed her a little, and I'm talking a little about her situation. She came clean about him doing no chores, no date nights, and her basically doing all of the childcare because that's what stay-at-home moms do. I was honestly disgusted. I convinced her to drop me off kids and bring a friend to the spa. I even dipped into my savings to give her 500 pounds to buy herself something nice. So this is obviously not in the U.S. When she dropped me off the kids, I begged her to tell me where her son was. After five minutes, she told me the bar. She left for the spa while I left for the bar. She knew I was going there and knew my sister and my sister-in-law were taking care of the kids. Here's where I might be the asshole. I went to the bar where he and his friends were. I sat down next to the group and asked my son, Did I fail you as a mother, or was it your father? Because we both thought your partner comes before your silly drunk friends. The post is getting long enough, but long story short, I humiliated him and got myself banned from a bar. My daughter-in-law said she will... Taking the kids to her parents when she gets back tomorrow, and my son is calling me an asshole for humiliating him and sticking my nose in his marriage. Maybe I should have stayed out. I don't know. She's not the asshole at all. She's keeping, she's keeping her son accountable for his shitty actions as an adult. Yeah, like he's basically saying, "You do everything all of the time. I will help you never, and I'm gonna go do what I want instead of taking you to the spot weekend like I was supposed to." So yeah, because you need to be a stay at home and do. Uh, stay-at-home mom things like take care of the kids while I go out and get wasted. Yeah, the son's the asshole in that point. Yeah, she's not the asshole at all. Even if she flipped out on him and got herself banned from the bar for flipping out on him, he deserved it at that point for not respecting and appreciating his wife and all that she's giving up. She gave up her business. Staying home with the kids all the time. Like, you need some me time after you've had a kid all day. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's not the asshole at all. No. She's just doing queen shit. Yeah. <laughs> Something I would do. Because there's this woman on TikTok. I, I wish I could remember her name. But she talks about, like, basically equity in a relationship. And how um, this woman, one woman made a post that said she acts as the nanny during the day. So she's not going to do anything you wouldn't pay or expect a nanny to do during those hours when both people would be at work. So it's like you, you do these activities with the kids, you make sure everything goes well, but you're not at the same time um, trying to get all of these chores done and pay your bills and do all these other things on top of it. Like these are things you do together when the husband gets home from work. I was like, that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't if you're a stay-at-home mom during the day, don't do anything you wouldn't expect your nanny to do for your kids. Yeah. And that's that's your job is to be their nanny during the day. And then after, you go into parent mode and you do things as a couple and split up tasks equally. That's genius. Yeah. That's how it should be. Because if you were at work all day, you wouldn't expect, <laughs> you know... Somebody watching your kids to be like, oh, yeah, while you're watching my children, please do all of our laundry and clean and do all this other stuff. Like, they have their job and you have yours. 
It makes yeah. it makes way more sense to have that equity in a relationship. Absolutely. Equity, equality. I probably got that word wrong. <laughs> more like equality, but yeah, you know. E- equality, yeah. You know what I meant. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I said, Let me just talk into this cup of wine and see what kind of sound that makes. <laughs> Excuse me. That's fun, though, looking those up. Oh. I've been watching a podcast that posts on YouTube that's been doing Am I the Asshole stuff. And I really like their, I think it's called The Hot Takes. Um, it's been popping up on my feed. That might be and the one I've been seeing clips for on TikTok. It's been interesting. Yep, too hot, it's called Two Hot Takes. And like this one is like, my husband had an affair with my son. Reddit reaction. Ah! Oh, Lord. <clears throat> they have a lot, though. Um, am I the asshole for saying mother-in-law can't move in? Oh, this one, like, I watched earlier. Oof. Am I the asshole for telling my sick daughter-in-law to leave my son? That one made me mad. It was basically, they went on, um, it, it was interesting. It The whole post, the woman was obviously a narcissist and psychotic. And... This, her son and her daughter-in-law had been together for a really long time. Like in middle school, I think it was. They they were high school sweethearts. They got married and they're together. And like three years ago, she was diagnosed with a chronic illness that can't, there is no, there's no fixing it. Yeah. There might be ways to, there are ways to maintain things, but there's no like cure for it. And she basically was telling her son, you're not the same, happy-go-lucky anymore. Um, There's such a thing as carer's fatigue. Maybe you should look at getting divorced and just being friends. Wow. Because it's not good for you. And he basically told her to fuck off. And if you ask me something like that again, I'm not going to talk to you. And so she went to the daughter-in-law and made the daughter-in-law feel like a burden and basically told her, you know, my son's not the same anymore. Because wow. he's busy taking care of you. And the daughter-in-law was, like, crying, basically saying how she felt like she was a burden. Yeah. And she was like, you should probably leave him for, you know, so that he could have a good, happy life, you know. And she was saying that she was going to think about it. Well, the daughter-in-law went to the husband and told him. As, and he was yeah. livid. As if you as don't. As he should be. Yeah, as if you don't already feel guilt. As if you, when living with a chronic illness, as it is, yeah, yeah, you you would already feel a burden on yourself. A lot of the, a lot of those with chronic illnesses, chronic illnesses, have severe depression. They feel like they're a burden on society or around those around them. They are severely depressed and possibly suicidal because they feel like, you know, they're quote unquote worthless because of people like this. Yeah, that treat them like that. And she was, like, basically, like, saying, oh, well, I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot and my son was the one with a chronic illness, I'd be saying the same thing to his wife. And you're like, mm, but would you, though? I call bullshit. Yeah. Because she'd know like, the mother-in-law would more be like, you need to take care of my son better. Right. Right. You know it. And so the, the son was very obviously rightly pissed and um, called up his mother's husband, got him involved. It was basically like, handle your wife. Yeah. Or she will never hear or speak for me again. How dare she call up my wife? How, you know, basically like, 
screamed her out and then screamed at the husband was like he said to her like how dare you do this you know i had told you to stay the fuck out of it how dare you act like this this is absolutely disgusting she's sitting here bawling her eyes out like fuck off and basically told him like if she does anything like this again um she will lose him completely and you know she needs to respect him and respect their marriage and he was like rightly so like mm-hmm. good for him i can't imagine being like having some kind of chronic illness and then having my mother-in-law say to me you need to leave my son so you're not a burden to him anymore like fuck off lady it's just horrifying the girl is already like emotional because and of course she brings up well i mean and people in comment in the comments on youtube were like you know this is that lady that's like wants grandchildren and probably thinks that she's not gonna get them now yeah or you know this and that is like so he needs a full life to live life he deserves a happy life too and he's not having that you know stuck being stuck being her carer he needs to leave you so he can give me grandchildren because you're not doing that right now yeah and well, I mean, this. The, oh, if we do have a kid, you're not going to be their grandmother anyways because you're out of our lives. Fuck off, lady. Yeah. Like the uh, the vow of for sickness and in health, you know, means nothing to her, <laughs> obviously. Just kidding. It's only sickness and health if he's sick and then you're stuck with him. But in your case, move out of the house or something. Get bent. Right. Yeah. That's insane. Okay. What's our question of the day? Let me see. When you are old, what do you think children will ask you to tell stories about? Come here, little child, and let me tell you the story of 2020 and when the coronavirus hit. Let me tell you about the things called floppy disks and when computers (laughs) used to be massive. Because I mean, like, let me tell you what, about the Oregon Trail and the time that yeah. my sister died of scarlet fever. Fever. <laughs> I think that's it. Because I mean, like, if you think about it, we were always interested in stuff like what happened during the de- the Great Depression, or you know, what happened during the war. And so they're probably like, bro, what was it like having Trump as president? And they're going to be like, what was it like? I mean, you were on lockdown a couple of times. Did it, what was that called? COVID-28? Uh, COVID-19. Yeah, that. Tell me about that. You were locked in your houses. And you're like, I don't want to relive this. <laughs> it's hard to say what's going to make it in history books. Because it, I don't know. 9-11 for us was like the biggest thing when we were in high school. That happened. And we all lost our minds. And we went to full out war that we still have people stationed (laughs) in places, you know, like, um, yeah. And then I feel like everybody just forgets some of those things because they're like, we've been locked in our houses for two years. Well, yes, but also (laughs) there was that time that thousands of people died. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, perspective perspective i think that's it they're gonna be questioning us about like now in 2016 and 
when everything started and the wars and just all the weird shit that's been going on. It's yeah. not going to be any of the fun, fluffy stuff. Yeah. Let's, it's going to be all the shit we don't want to talk let's about. Let's all wait and see what happened. Like the, the time that uh, alien spaceship was confirmed by the government. <laughs> and and everybody just forgets that that happened. Like, oh, we, right. we've got this video of this UFO we don't know what this is. The government has said we don't know what this is. <laughs> and it just like it's nobody we just forget it. <laughs> hey guys, aliens. We're <laughs> locked in our houses and we're really mad about it though. <laughs> oh, I'm just amazed right. that, that that thing kinda just slid by. Like the Pentagon released a video. Yeah, but like we can't eat out in a restaurant right now, so <laughs> It's going to be, uh, is it true that some guy, uh, launched a sports car into outer space? Yes, that happened. We don't like to speak of it. Yeah. <laughs> is it true that that rich guy launched a dick-shaped rocket into space? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Also, also true. If you have also a lot of money, true. you can make any kind of phallic-shaped rocket and fly it into space. You get enough cash. So there's a life goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, on that note, guys, thank you for listening to today's episode. Uh, yep. Have a great evening or day or whatever it is to you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The intro was titled Work. And the outro was titled Aerosol of My Love and can be found at incomptech.filmmusic.io.